Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick's bottom morning show. I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Arrest warrants have been issued for three white men involved in the Montgomery, Alabama riverfront brawl. 48-year-old Richard Roberts is facing two counts of third-degree assault. And Alan Todd, who is 23, along with 25-year-old Zachary Shipman, are charged with one count of the same charge. Here are a few remarks from yesterday's press conference. I can tell you we looked at every avenue. Uh, There was no stone unturned. We examined this over a period of time, not only that night, but since that night. Uh, At this time, based on the way the statutes read and the way the laws are are crafted, uh, we were unable to present any inciting a riot or racially biased charges at this time. Now the investigation is still ongoing. In other news, 19-year-old Noni Batiste Kosoko died in her Fulton County Jail in Georgia, and her family is now demanding answers. So far, no cause of death has been determined. The Fulton County Jail is currently being investigated following the death of another black inmate whose body was covered in insects, according to family members. Lastly, Ricky, someone from Florida woke up a billionaire. A single winning ticket for the $1.58 billion Mega Millions prize was sold at a Publix in Neptune Beach, Florida. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of today's news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? LeBron James and his son, Bronny, flew to Minnesota to seek out further treatment for Bronny. As we all know, last month he suffered a cardiac arrest at the age of 18, and they are searching for more answers, man. So keep little Bronny in prayer and the whole LeBron James family out there. Legendary wrestler Ric Flair shared what it was like to smoke with Iron Mike Tyson. Got so high with Mike one night in the Hamptons that I went to call the... um a cannabis coma, right? I mean, I actually thought I died. <laughs> <laughs> they say, man, Mike, I'm cold, but dog, gone it. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It's quick sports board right there. What up there, Gary? <laughs> All right, y'all. People still talking about Shaquille O'Neal, honey. They're saying that he has a storied relationship with Rolls Royce. Now, they're saying that the big man once splashed only $1.300 million in the Rolls Royce showroom in a single day, y'all, just to prove a point. Now, they're saying the salesperson, y'all, of the dealership had apparently insinuated that Shaq didn't have the means, honey, to afford the $400,000 car. But however, y'all, they're saying that the Lakers legend, honey, has come a long way, y'all, from spending his money irresponsibly to prove other people on. They say now he spends, honey, money to make his cars look cooler than ever. So he had that big Superman logo in the front of his cars and what have you and stuff like that. But $400,000 for a Rolls Royce Cullen, I guess that's cheap, you know, to um, people that have unlimited coins like Shaquille O'Neal. So I wonder if that's why Sean ain't left him because he was just spending his money on Rolls Royce. There you and, go. Well, you just uh, never uh, know, Gary, honey. don't do that. Well, you never know, honey. She probably say, I'm sticking you buying all uh, these uh, damn uh, cars and these children no. hungry. No, so, I don't think they had other other issues. I don't think it had nothing to do with spending no money. Well, we'll find out soon. All right, the Kalua Day, honey, is one of my favorite. <laughs> they both Kahlua. moved on here. My Kalua Day, pastor. 
Mm, yeah. Right, Brad, it seemed like he can't get over it. Everybody yeah. had to Johnny ain't Gary. talking about it. <laughs> yeah. He's Gary just, upset. Yeah, the color today, y'all, is bark. On the high end, you say bark, <laughs> and on the low end, you say beautiful brown. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Toy Lane sentence. I'm going to tell you all about it up next in the hot spot. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. All right, y'all, time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Tory Lanez has been sentenced to 10 years for shooting Meg the Stallion in the feet. Now, back in December, he was convicted of three felonies, assault with a semiotic firearm, uh, having a loaded, uh, unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. Now, prior to sentencing, y'all, Lanez asked the judge for some mercy and begged him not to ruin his life. Mm, mm, mm. He requested a sentence of either probation or minimal time in prison. He also said, quote, if I could turn back the series of events that night and change them, I would. The victim was my friend. The victim is someone I still care for to this day. Everything I did wrong that night, I take full responsibility for. Well, after a 10-year sentencing verdict, uh, Toy Lane's lawyer said uh, he was being made an example of because of his celebrity status. Check this out. We're extremely disappointed that Tori did not get the sentence that we had certainly hoped for. I think the sentence handed down was incredibly harsh. I have seen cases of vehicular homicide and other cases where there's death and the person still gets less than 10 years. In this case, to, to get a 10-year sentence is extreme. And really just another example of someone being punished for their celebrity status. I, I agree with that. I, I, I hate that. I hate that it happened to Meg the Stallion. But as far as the system and the court system, and they they hate public figures, and I, I just have to agree with that because if anybody do less time for a vehicular homicide, um, or, or, or whatever, and then to give him ten years for for that, it just um, my thing is if you're going to give him ten years, then be fair across the board to everybody. That's does all anybody I'm does anybody know if it's a full ten year sentence? I believe it's state, and when it's eighty five percent, you serve like eighty five percent or something like that. Is it like ten do five or ten do four or ten? No, nah, it's ten. No. It's a ten year sentence, but he's probably going to get a couple of years time served already, and then right, he'll get another some more good time for that. So he probably end up doing about if he does the whole thing, he'll do about seven years. But the reason why is the judge was mad because he felt like he harassed the victim after the fact. That's true. Mm-hmm. That, that's oh. true. They did say Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Because yeah. then everybody else started talking about it, adding their two cents. And then it's to it's still friends. excessive. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about it is, if you do something, make a mistake, just accept responsibility for it and own it or whatever. And, then you know, people will be, probably be a little bit more lenient. But, uh, yeah, that, that same thing Donald Trump is doing right now. He's pissing them uh, judges off. And mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, it's just not gonna look good because the court want to know that you have. You got to let the courts know that you have remorse for your mm-hmm. uh, mistake. That's right. Well, y'all coming up next. We got Roxy's HBC. You know, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no, hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. 
What up, though, man? Rock T's in the house, man. It's time for another HBCU. No, we're going to always highlight, put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our historically black colleges and universities. We've been ahead to South Carolina State University, home of the red and blue bulldogs. Shout out to the marching one-on-one marching man, baby. Let's talk about one of y'all's former students, Grammy winner, musical mastermind, Charlton Singleton, oh yes, began his musical studies at the age of three on the piano. And then he mastered the organ and the violin and the cello and some to say his favorite instrument of all time, the trumpet. Doing this during all of his elementary, middle school and high school years. He received a Bachelor of Arts degree in musical performance at South Carolina State University. He co-founded the Charleston Jazz Orchestra. He turns a non-jazz person into an enthusiast after listening to his music one time. Oh, by the way, he's a founding member of the group Ranky Tanky. Shout out to the homie Charlton Singleton, a proud HBCU alum of South Carolina State University. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit us up on social media at HBCU. No! We're talking about the viral video of a fight that happened uh, last Saturday at Montgomery's uh, Riverfront Park uh, when a black dock worker was jumped after asking a group of white people on a pontoon boat to move out of the ferry parking spot. Now, in a video, more than 3 million views, uh, a woman on the dock can be heard talking about the dispute uh, like a professional commentator, uh, complete with sound effects and laughing. Uh, she joined us now. Y'all welcome to the Ricks by the Morning Show, Lauren Spivey. Y'all give it up for Lauren Spivey. <laughs> Lauren. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. You you the lady with the with the cute glasses on with the cute little nose on the video, right? <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 famous now. Listen, so you born and raised in Montgomery? No, I'm from Selma. Listen, uh, th- th- was people calling you telling uh, you that we was talking about you on the radio yesterday? Yes, they were. My phone was ringing off the hook from other people. Um, I had some other interviews and stuff to do, and CNN called me, and I'm yeah, like, blowed up, oh, God. right? Like, so, so yeah, what, y'all got my what, number? What, what, right? What were you doing there, and what made you, you know, pull your phone out and start recording? Okay, so the people that he's seen that I was surrounded with, so we were doing that uh, for Tiana's birthday. That's what we was out there doing. What made me pull my phone out? They had been asking them to move their boat, and the other gentleman he became real belligerent and angry. And I, from a distance, you know, like they were, you know, down on the, the dock, whatever. But they were down there, and we was up on the ramp, and. Right. I saw all I saw was hands like uh you know when people are talking and it's getting more aggressive mm-hmm. and uh once you start pointing and doing all that I said uh-oh right. is on out a lot of people saying the attack was like racially motivated just one day and, and just one day earlier more than 2,000 Alabama Republicans paid to hear Donald Trump speak in Montgomery um, do you believe that this was the case based on what you saw and heard because Donald Trump was there they were like amped up and, and ready to just act stupid honestly it's so crazy because I stay in Montgomery my family mm-hmm. stay in Selma so I just came from the house and met them down there at the riverfront and when people told me that Trump was in town I said well I was but you know I was 
going to be interested anyway. But I'm just saying, I didn't even know he was down there. And just being in that situation, them folks just had a little alcohol. I, that's how I felt because I feel like if you start from and then, you know, y'all kind of disperse a little bit and you go and sit back down like ain't nothing happened, baby, you a little too tipsy. You don't even know what's going on. Like, you about to get your butt whooped. You yes. a little too relaxed. Oh my gosh, Lauren, you really did hold <laughs> us down with that play by play girl. Come you on, gave us real. all of the but colors, you know sis. What? I said, okay, I'm finna go live on Facebook and I'll go back and look at the video. You know. Hey, but- Lauren, hold on. Hold on, Lauren. Here's a clip right here. Listen, y'all. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Oh. 
Gary has the tea and the clue of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News. Ricky, it was a sad day, honey. When I saw this story, I almost brought tears to my eyes, honey. The prayer warriors are definitely y'all being solicited, honey, for Billy Porter. Y'all know if y'all heard the shocking news. But Billy said, y'all, that, honey, he is seeing the financial effects, honey, of the dual writers and actors strike. And they're saying, honey, that he recently revealed, Ricky, that he's feeling the pressure to sell his beautiful mansion due to monetary strain, honey. He said, quote, I have to sell my house. He told the evening street, he said, because we're on strike, he said, and I don't know when. And we're going to, he don't know what they're going to do. He said, he don't know when they're going back to work. He said, the life of an artist, Ricky, until you make um, messing your money, at least messing up money. That's what he didn't say. He said, F you money, damn it. Which he haven't made yet. He said, still, honey, check to check, Ricky. He's living check to check. He said, I was yeah, supposed to be in, he yeah, said, I was supposed to be in a new movie. He said, on a new television show starting in September. He said, but none of that, Ricky, is happening. He said, honey, it, it's a sad thing. Uh, he got to sell his house. Yeah, isn't that sad? That's that real sad. sad. I'm sure a lot of people going through that, too. A lot of people with this strike stuff. Everybody ain't for the strike. Some people like, okay, now this is enough. We want to work. Because people are out of uh, out of jobs, they not getting no money, no checks. Yeah. but they they but sometimes you know just like you know what Dr. King them had to go through, it's like it get real dark before daylight come, and sometimes you know the the way they the things set up with it are uh, the executives is getting all the money and the actors and actresses aren't getting anything residuals, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, I, I just hope that they come to some agreement and get everybody back working. Because it's a, it's affecting everybody on yeah. on both sides. Well, the um, Disney Mainly chief the executive, actors, actors. yeah. Well, um, the Disney chief executive Bob Iger, honey, he said that you know in, in mid July he said he um he called the two guilds, honey, demands just not realistic, and he added y'all that their job actions were adding to a set of challenges that. This business is already facing that is quite frequently very disruptive and dangerous. So, baby, Miss Porter said, wait a minute, Bob. How dare you, honey, to hear you say that our demands for a living wage are unrealistic. He said, why are you making $78,000 a day, honey? He said, right. I don't have any words for it, honey. He said, but forget yeah. you. He said, that's not um, useful. He said, so I've kept my mouth shut. He said, but I haven't engaged because I'm so enraged, honey. He went on and on about it, though, y'all. So, the Disney, I mean, $78,000 a day. Day. He said, yeah, just make that a day. You know, Disney, mm-hmm. they, they, they got paper over there. The there was another executive that was quoted uh, saying that they're going to drag it out until the actors start losing their homes and apartments. Those were his exact Are words. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. care. They, they trying to starve them out. That's that, that's that 0.1% of the top 1%. You know, they, there's, there's some but evil then, people up there. But then some people, it's a rumor that they said maybe um, Billy and... Um, Wayne Brady may um, collaborate honey, because they both did the. Um, they were in that um, stage play Kinky Gary. Boots and they both played Lola and you know um, Billy is going through a turbulent divorce right now and Wayne has been divorced and you know he made the announcement yesterday so you just never know I mean that would be a good thing if they you know join forces and put their money together I mean but they're talented I think they could create content for the internet and make money that's what I was going to ask is the internet off um, and they have a fan base yeah so, they can you do know. YouTube streaming they yeah. can do yeah so so we're going to see how this like turns out. what they're going to have to do. Yeah. yeah but we're going to just keep Billy in our prayers, y'all, and hopefully he's going to be out in the streets. 
and all those beautiful gowns you got and stuff. So, all right, moving on. Another wow. celebrity news, y'all. Babe, if you say that there is not a God, honey, somebody's wrong, honey. There's definitely a God, y'all, because it's being reported that two years ago, Jada Pinkett Smith, y'all, shaved her head, honey, after she claimed, y'all, that she experienced hair loss as a result, y'all, of alopecia. They're saying, but many fans question whether she was telling the truth or whether, honey, she merely uh, suffered from female pattern baldness. Well, they're saying whatever the case is, they say, baby, Miss Jada's hair is growing back. They say her hair is out, honey, and she looks pretty good, honey. So congratulations to Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, some people say alopecia. When you have alopecia, you're just really bald. But Jada had some hair, and now her hair is growing back. So isn't that nice? There is a God. If your hair can grow back, if you know you experience alopecia like Jada said she did, honey. And she's looking amazing, though. So congratulations goes out to Jada Pinkett Smith. Have y'all seen her pictures? Have you seen her hair? Anybody seen her hair? She probably using them miracle drops. Oh, I wonder she didn't say. Really? Oh, it's in the now. Yeah, and y'all we, do, we, we help people. And where can you get miracle drops at? And I you can get miracle drops all over the place. You can go to ilovecolors.com. Boy. Or you can go to Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, Meyer. We can go down the line now, Target. You know they're going to get mad at us. What? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Keep the no, I'm just asking because I, I, I need to go get some miracle drops. Okay, yeah. well, mm-hmm. you can get it all over at every, every beauty supply all over the world. Wow, well, good for her. All right, dude. Thank you, Jesus. Message. Just Lord, baby, honey. The baby will eat. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is bark. On the high end, you say bark, and on the low end, you say beautiful brown. That's your Kahlua for today. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Gary! All right, Gary, it's another morning show time for your wake-up call. Get in here, 8669-Ricky. Here we go. Here we go. Wake up. This is Hansa calling from Indianapolis, Indiana, telling all my third graders, wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Tawana Garrett, and I'm calling from Savannah, Georgia. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Theatrice Call, you're calling from Little Rock, Arkansas. Just want to wish all the Arkansans want to tell them all, wake up, wake up, wake up. Shalicia calling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I want to wake up Tamara Wiggins on her birthday. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Leah. I am calling to wish my sister Nora a happy birthday. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ricky's by the morning show. Who is this? Uh, yes, good morning, Ricky. I, um... I'm, good morning, Ricky. I'm very sorry to um, Where's, call uh, with negative, uh, negative uh, situation on your birthday. Uh, happy birthday to you. First of all, this you. is Bob. Uh, who Bob. is this? This is Bob uh, Wilson Green from Human Research uh, Department at the radio station. Human Research or Resources? <laughs> yes. Okay. And um, I had to get up early this morning. I have very uh, disturbing news for uh, Black Tony. He's on suspension again. Now, this is human resources from th- from this company. From the radio company, which you work for, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, with uh, Miss Kathy Higley, uh, Mr. Dear Higley's uh, mother. Um, she's very unhappy right now about the fact that you have put um, Black Tony. You let his cousin. Uh, you let. You, you apparently you let my cousin come and work for him. Me for him. Talk about Darius. Uh, yes, and uh, so you're under investigation right now with human research as well, and uh, we're going to have to um, let him not come to work till probably like Monday, because um, he's on suspension right now. So who's on suspension? If, Black Tony is on suspension. Okay, and, and what is he so, on suspension for? For having an unauthorized person come and work for him, and under your permission, and you <laughs> told never, me he could. You, no, you because you told me he could that Darius could come and work for him. For him. Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm confused. Rock, what's going on? He confused yes. too. Yes, you told you. Yes, you authorized uh, Black Tony. Uh, I, I, he said that. Um, that you said that he could have. And what's uh, your name again? Name. This is Bob Green Wilson. <laughs> and you say what now? Bob, the I'm the new human research research uh, manager. Sources. Right. Yes. Yes. And we're very unhappy right now with your situation. You um might get rolled up too. <laughs> so black. So basically, basically, you called and let us know that Black Tony not coming to work. No, sir. He was not allowed in the building. He must. He's not allowed in the building until uh, they say I can't come back till Monday. They say he can't come back till Monday. <laughs> Monday of next week, which is uh, next week. He keeps slipping out. Is this Black so, Tony? No, sir. This now, is who is this? Me. This is Hello? Bob Green. Bob Wilson. What did I say, Bob? Bob, Bob Green Wilson. You keep yes, Bob. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, I tell you. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. No, no, who is this? Hello. Just hold on. Hold What's on. What's going on? <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I learned when I got my first job. My daddy told me, he said, you know the reason you're working? He said, you're working to buy what you want. Mm, I know what I want, so I better go to work. <laughs> Been buying it ever since I started working. I pay up front. That way you don't have no bull. <laughs> I don't want to marry. I ain't trying to meet your family. I don't give a damn if you got a killer in your family or a priest. I don't need to meet none of them. Bring your happy ass over here. Let me spank it and you go home. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Die, you don't need nobody saying that. Oh, he was such a wonderful person. He would tell him, say, this a here. Enjoyed life. He ran hoes. He ran women. Call him what you want. It don't make me no damn bitch. <laughs> That's Uncle Earl, Earl y'all. <laughs> Gary, good morning. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's talking about it. Sierra Wilson. I don't know if y'all heard the news, but it's being reported that she announced she is pregnant, y'all, with her fourth child. Now, they're saying a 37-year-old single took to Instagram to announce that she's definitely, y'all, expecting again. She said, quote, you look at me like that again, honey, and we make another kid. You my heart. I'm your rib, honey. She captioned that in the post. Now, they're sending the baby is her third child with her husband, Russell Wilson, quarterback for the NFL Denver Broncos, honey. And, you know, they say, you know, Sierra shares her, shares her nine-year-old son, Future Zahara, with rapper Future Hendricks, and their, her daughter, Miss Sienna, six, and her son, Win three, with Russell, 34 years old. So congratulations goes out yes. to Sierra. Isn't that nice, honey? Oh, yeah. Yes. Procreating, honey. Yeah. Yes. Special K, he, he, in there, he, in, he in there with her for good. Not when they, oh, yeah. That, but, I mean, that's that, Sierra. I would put, man, I would keep putting them up. Put yep. them, planting <laughs> baby seeds as well. Uh, yeah, I had to clean that up real quick. <laughs> sure did. 
Yeah. You ever seen Sierra in person? Uh, I would yeah. never stop uh, getting her pregnant if I was oh him. I would even have 12 kids. Yeah. I, I Sierra is beautiful, and she's Bruh. so sweet. Very. She's Very such sweet. a sweet, like, you fall in love with her, you talk to her for three minutes. Immediately. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, Russell. Yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations <laughs> to Sierra and Russell. All right, moving on in other celebrity news. Y'all, they're saying that Jay-Z's Made in America Festival, y'all, with Lizzo and SZA were set to headline. Baby, they had to cancel that girl, honey. Yes, they saying, honey, that it was canceled due to severe circumstances. But they're saying, honey, ain't no severe circumstances. People ain't buying no tickets because Lizzo was heading the um the um the concert, and you know, she went through that little experience under where the people were suing her and what have you. And so, so they say people, honey, you didn't want to buy the tickets, honey. So they said um, the severe circumstances outside of production control. And you know, a statement was sent out there saying, due to severe circumstances outside of production control, the 2023 Made in America Festival will no longer be taking place. This decision has been difficult and has not been made lightly, nor without immense deliberation. And they're saying Jay Z has, as of yet, to respond to it. They say he ain't responding to that mess, honey, but right now, honey, people get their money back and they just got to see Lizzo and everybody else at another time, honey. So congratulations wow. to all the people that's getting their tickets. And while I'm on that note, honey, you know, I don't know if we talked about it now, but people still talking about, you know, Beyonce, you know, she's going to be um, touring soon, honey, in Georgia and what have you. But people saying, this woman used a new toilet seat, honey. She had one flown into each of her Renaissance World Tour stops, honey. They said she's not using the same one twice, honey. It does. That make sense? Yes. Yeah. It does. That's how she feels. I mean, if she got enough money to buy her toilet seat and take it everywhere she want to go, she can. Yeah, but why not use, if it's your butt, you use the same toilet seat, just fly it with you in some plastic. Gary, if she going to change it. <laughs> if she be honest, in plastic. <laughs> she can afford to replace it. Yeah, just yeah. put some plastic and fly it with you. You ain't got to change your seat everywhere you go. <laughs> Yeah. I meant that, boy. She's going to put it in a Ziploc bag? Yes. She can put it in a damn Ziploc bag and fly that toilet seat wherever she go. Boy, that, that, sure, that sure gave me an idea because I'd be disgusted at these hotels. I don't care how nice that hotel is. It's just something about another toilet seat that ain't yours, bro. I yeah. swear. You can, you, you can do that. You can travel with your toilet seat, put it in your, put it in your luggage. But how do you you take the other toilet seat off? You, you better get some gloves and take the screwdriver. Yeah. Trust me, you when you Beyonce, <laughs> you know, uh, a flat head 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 somebody uh, gonna do it for her. I'm a flat head or a flat head screwdriver. I think it's, it's a flat head. No, it's oh. a flat head for them. It's a flat head. Yeah, because oh, it got know. that I little plastic. The toilet seat. That little plastic I need screw. A, I need a rug. I need oh, my own okay. rug. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to have a special suitcase just for the bathroom stuff. Sheet. Your towels, your sheets, your toilet Everything. seat, and a rug. rug. Oh, yep. Yeah, I don't mind the Four Seasons, but anything else, I ain't going to be able to do it. Yeah, the Mandarin Oriental is nice. The Mandarin. The what? The Mandarin. Which one? Oh, yeah. The Mandarin yeah. Oriental. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Hilton Garden Inn for me. I just try to use the bathroom before I leave my house. I don't like doing that out of town anyway. I think it should be a law taking miles across state lines. <laughs> oh, Lord. It should be a controlled substance. Yeah, yeah like, like, Gary, like Gary came, Gary came over over uh, came over my house and uh, blew my basement. Brett, you remember when Gary blew up the whole basement? Yes, I remember that, and that made it, it bad for abs- everybody because then you start putting nets. On the toilet. Yeah, screens. I put screens, screens. on the toilet. Tow it up. So, yeah, so you, well, you, you can only pee. pee. In Ricky's toilet. Oh only pee. God. Then you had to put down yeah. new carpet and paint the walls. 
He said that didn't put, come yeah, from his kitchen. Screen. You, can, you can pee, but but if you yeah. drop anything on that screen, you got to yeah. take it home with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to use a fish uh, scoop, a fish yeah. aquarium scoop, honey, and scoop uh, it up with you. Uh, <laughs> 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 a pair of tongs, some plastic tongs. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna keep going with this. Girl. Yeah, we just gonna end it there. All right, honey. And quickly, y'all, Ashante and Nelly, y'all, they still going strong. Congratulations to them. I would have never took it back if I was up, but she did, honey. So don't do that. Honey. Don't do that. Gary. Well, you ain't finna sit here and cheat all over me, damn it. You don't I take know that's what happened. You don't know what they've been through, Gary. Don't well, do guess that. What? They, broke they love up. each How other and they, they back together. Guess mm. what? What's mm. meant to be will be. Message. Mm. Mm. <laughs> right. Is that biblical? No, it's not. That's, That's brat- radical. radical. <laughs> All right, then. The color of the day is bark. On the high end, you say bark, and on the low, just say brown, huh? Because what's meant to be is meant to be. And Hallelujah. there you go, your color of the day. <laughs> Amen. Y'all give it up for Gary with a T. Yeah. Health, happiness, and hope. Woo. It's Wellness Wednesday on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Orange Hall, it is Wellness Wednesday. Every Wednesday on the Rick's Mountain Morning Show, we have the one and only Dr. MJ Colley. He is back with an update from the medical community, and he will also answer your general medical questions. Dr. Colley, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. Good morning, Rock T, Special K, Gary with the T, Maria Moore, and welcome back to the studios, The Brand. So glad to have you back, darling. Okay, Ricky, thank you once again for the opportunity to bring healthcare information to the listeners of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. And, Ricky, today's segment is so pertinent because with the Ricky Smiley Birthday Beach blowout coming on in Daytona, we need to know how to stay safe and stay healthy in the heat. So this infectious temperature can impact any medication that a person is taking, but some are more apt to be problematic. Insulin, for instance, is definitely going to be temperature sensitive. So if you're a diabetic and you're taking insulin, keep your insulin in a cool, dry place. In addition, the heat can affect any other medications, and, and the best place to keep your medicines is the original bottle that they came in. Sometimes people will take pills out and put them in those daily uh, dispensers, and those pills, if they get overheated, they can stick together, they can deteriorate and, and create a problem. So you need to keep oh. your medications separate. So, but also, the excessive temperature can impact how any medication affects you. So uh, uh, the heat can affect how some medications cause your heat tolerance to change. Blood pressure medications, antihistamines, psychiatric medications, diuretics can cause increased urine output leading to dehydration. Medications used for psychiatric illnesses uh, like lithium can cause uh, amazing increases in the the levels of the lithium, and that can cause, they can make the levels become toxic. You can get heart arrhythmias, you can go into a coma, you can have seizures. So drinking enough water and staying cool can mitigate those risks, Ricky. So right. two stages of heat-related illnesses caused by the combination of hot temperatures, heat exhaustion, when your body begins to overheat, you get nauseous or dizzy, you don't feel right, and you experience profuse sweating. The next stage and the most serious stage is heat stroke, which is a life-threatening condition that requires emergency, including giving fluids and dunking that individual in an ice bath. So if a person becomes disorientated, they have altered mental status, or their behavior changes, they're having heat stroke, and you need to drop on that immediately. Let's go to the callers, Ricky. All right, good morning. You're on with Dr. Collier. I'm trying to um, see if there's a way or anything that we can use to speed someone's metabolism that has hypothyroid and Hashimoto's disease. 
okay, the key thing with hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism, which is the low levels of thyroid hormone, and that is your master gland and, and it controls your metabolism, is to uh, address and correct the low thyroid levels. So, unfortunately, the number one thyroid medication is utilized is a synthetic thyroid that doesn't really do that well. The active thyroid hormone is T3. Those thyroid medications are T4, which is inactive thyroid. It has to be converted to active thyroid. So the best replacements are those that are either a combination or those that are T3. And so your doctor really needs to be uh, educated on correcting thyroid disorders. And then there are other things that you can do to increase your metabolism, like taking lipo drops. Okay. All right. All right, y'all, I'm going to call you. Good morning. So I'm going through menopause, and I have a question about not sleeping at night. Okay, that is one of the symptoms, of course, uh, everybody knows about hot flashes, but insomnia is a big problem with menopause. There are natural uh, supplements that you can get at places like the GNC and the vitamin shop that can, you know, you go in and ask for a counselor to ask for particular symptom relief, and they can help. Over-the-counter medications that can help with sleep are anything that's PM. So Tylenol PM, Advil, Aleve PM, they contain diphenhydramine, which is Benadryl, which at a 25 to 50 milligram dose can enhance your sleep and only last about four to six hours. So you take that at night, you don't have daytime sleepiness the next day, and that and it's a benign medication. You can take it as often as you need to with no consequences. All right, gentlemen, Dr. Collier, good morning. Yes, good morning, Dr. MJ. I was wondering, how do I eat clean? I keep hearing that, but I don't know what it actually means, so just trying to drop some pounds. <laughs> Well, absolutely, and that basically means increasing the amount of foods that you're you're eating that are crunchy, fruits and vegetables, and that two-thirds of your plate includes supplementing with fruits and vegetables, and that your entree and your protein source is baked or broiled, not fried. And then, of course, there's various levels of of veganism and vegetarianism. Uh, Some people eat chicken and fish. Some people uh, don't eat anything that has a mother or a face. So depending (laughs) upon how strict your diet wants to be, uh, you know, uh, eating clean. And then I would take... Uh, I would uh, take fiber supplements to make sure that I'm keeping my colon clean and take probiotic supplements. That is the key thing to keeping your gut healthy. Dr. Collier, can can I ask you a quick question about that as well? I was told that it's not good to eat anything with ingredients that you can't easily pronounce as well. Uh, Yeah, because most of the time those are supplements and chemicals and things that are made to make the product look better or last longer and increase its shelf life. So if you have difficulty pronouncing it, even if you're looking at it phonetically, then you probably need, if you have a long list of those sorts of chemicals and additives, then you probably need to avoid that food. That's why you can't go wrong with fruits and veggies. All right, Dr. Collier, let everybody know. Oh, Lord. Please join me on my Facebook Live and Instagram Live tonight at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Go to Ask ASK Dr. MJ, where you can reach me on all social media. And you can meet me in person at the Ricky Smiley Birthday Beach Blowout. We're going to be live giving the presentation. And, Dr. Yes, sir. Dr. It's going to be a lot of clean eating today. <laughs> 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 there, there, there will be. These are the opinions of Dr. MJ Collier, not those of Ricky Smiley. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show cast or its production crew. Six eight. Don't you dare go away. You listening to Dr. MJ on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Facebook Live tonight at six thirty. Ron Martin, what up, boy? Hey, Ronald, you like that song by Taylor? That's a great song, man. You need a cold towel. <laughs> 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 
Put your shirt back on. Yeah, you have an ice pack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, she got she got me up here feeling some kind of way. Hey, man. Yeah, but we everybody, all, we all know. Yes, sir. I had to let them know, man. They say express yourself. Uh, everybody that missed the whole uh, Montgomery viral video over the weekend, the footage shows a group of uh, white boaters attacking uh, a black riverboat uh, co-captain and joining us to break it all down. Uh, the host of Roland Martin Unfiltered, a member of Alpha Pi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Y'all give it up for my brother, Roland Martin. In the Break down the history yeah. of Mike Montgomery, Alabama, and how it may have played a role in all of this. Well, well, first of all, recent history, Donald Trump was there the night before with a rally in Montgomery. That's first. Right. And if, and if you look at the history, the counties where Donald Trump uh, has spoken at, one, hate crimes up 226%. Uh, you also have, look, Montgomery uh, just, you know, he's running for re-election. But they just got their first black mayor, Stephen Reed, after all right. of these years. Uh, it also used to be a place where uh, slaves were transferred and sold on those on, on the, those very docks. And so so we have to recognize, and of course, we know about the Montgomery bus boycott. So we could go on and on and on. But I, last night, I had American psychologist Dr. Jeffrey Gardier on our show. And here's the deal. Black folks have gotten sick and tired, as Fannie Lou Hamer said, sick and tired of being sick and tired. You right. look at all these Karens and Kens, how they've been just, black people have been just trying to barbecue, sell lemonade, deliver FedEx and UPS packages, and these these white folks calling call the cops on them. Look at the brother who's fishing. He keeps getting accosted about people living in the neighborhood. And so black folks say enough is enough. And so when they saw this one security guard getting attacked, the cavalry came and decided to say hashtag team with that ass. And so mm. people need to understand that this generation is not going to respond like folks before. And it right. really is. So when you look that at that point, Roland, I mean, I've just been. And again, this is not about, oh, one is supporting violence. But what it said is you roll up on us and act a fool. Look, you're going to catch hands and people are tired of it. I do these stories all the time where I show these videos and they go, and they go viral every single time, Ricky, when somebody black is being accosted. And all we're doing is just trying to live life. Ex- existing. And so that's what, that's, that's what it is. You know, I, I used to call the segment, you know, uh, uh, crazy-ass white people, you know. Uh, and, and it's like it was like video after video after video. The one brother parked one inch in the crosswalk, and the white woman like, I'm calling the cops. And so that's what people are dealing with. And when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's going to be the response. I mean, it's true. I I think so many of us were triggered, even the people that weren't there. I mean, as we were watching, there was this feeling of celebration. And Roland, you were actually there just a a couple uh, right up the street in Birmingham for the NABJ conference. Yeah. So what was the energy like among the attendees uh, when you all saw it? And what was your live reaction? Hey, hey, listen, my phone rang at 7 a.m. from a Birmingham native. Saying, have you seen this? And hell, I ain't go to sleep till five thirty. So I was like, "Why are you texting me so early?" But uh, I was, <laughs> but I was like, "Yo, it was it was crazy." And, and and that thing just took off. And then, but you see the reaction. You see the videos and the memes and how folk have been. You know, been listen. We dropped. We we, we did a forty three minute discussion on this thing on Monday. If you go to my YouTube channel, that thing has hit one point four million views in less than thirty six hours. 
uh, and folks are talking about it because again, what the what the what that what that symbolized it symbolized it, all of these other instances where things have taken place and black folks have been chill. We didn't act a fool. We sat here, explained our stuff. Remember the uh, the FedEx brother? I think it was in, uh, I forgot what, uh, where he got shot at. I mean, black folks, yeah, black right. folks are getting shot at just delivering packages. And so if you just look at collectively over the last five years, all of these other incidents, I think that's why you see the reaction you're seeing. Because we fo- folks just said, enough is enough. Y'all keep messing with us. Then this was going to happen. And remember, we now know the other videos. We now have the captain who was speaking. For 45 minutes, they tried to dock, and these fools didn't want to move their boat. That was white privilege, and guess what? White yeah. privilege got 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 them dealt with. And I love the news conference where the, where the, where the, where the, police, where the police officer, he lays out, we got warrants for this person, this person, this person, and for the brother with a chair. Uh, we're looking to bring him in for a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw and, that. And Roland, you you just said the the phrase that I was going to bring up because I was going to talk about or ask you about the conversation around deeper connotations of what of of this situation and white privilege was the thing I was going to ask you about because it seems like it's been on display really blatantly since the Trump era started. Oh no doubt, no doubt. I mean, hundred percent. So remember, what used to be covered up, what used to be, what used to be hidden, uh, is now open display. It used to be when you make look. Trump just the other day accused Fulton County DA Fannie Willis of sleeping with a with a gang leader, and it right. used to be when Republicans would condemn that. Now it's kind of like, yeah, we good. And so, and so, what what, what he has done, he has unleashed these folks. And their inner racism, and now they don't need to cover it up because he's. Hey, hey Roland, Roland, good. hold that thought, hold that thought, Roland. I'm gonna bring you on on the other side. Sure, no hold, problem. Hold on, more Rick and Smiley Morning Show coming up. All right, y'all, Rick and Smiley Morning Show. We got a one and only, one and only Roland Martin on with us this morning. Hey, Roland, uh, man, thank you for always coming on with us, man. Uh, let us no know uh, 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 what were you saying uh, before we went to commercial break, and then let everybody know how we can follow you and how you can be reached. You are seeing the reaction of folks. Uh, it is it is it is hitting us in a visceral way, and we're responding. But this is what I want the same black folk to recognize: the energy that we have given to this has to be given to how we affect public policy. This is the same Alabama that is defying a Supreme Court order to create a second congressional district that's black. And so I need us if if we could guess what the folk who own that vote they gonna vote. We have to do the exact same thing to change the direction of the country. And so I want us to do that. Uh, I'm going to be in Birmingham on Friday. I'm speaking Saturday in Gadsden for Black Alabamans for Education. Uh, but uh, I'm going to be in Birmingham at the Harambe Room uh, with a book signing for my book, White Fear. This is a perfect title. White Fear, how the browning of America is making white folks lose their minds. Uh, and so uh, the Harambe Room, 1815 4th Avenue North. Uh, we want to pack the joint out. We're going to discuss the book of a man, Roy Johnson, for AL.com. Uh, but we're going to talk about how what you're seeing is having a negative impact and how they want to suppress us for the next 50 to 100 years. Black folks have been, they, they paid better attention. We're, of course, responding with memes and videos. But the other side, they are enacting public policy that's going to make it difficult moving forward. We see what happened at Texas A&M. 
the professor. We see it other places. And so we need to wake up and mobilize and organize in a powerful way over the next 15 to 18 months. There it is. Hey, Roland, uh, let everybody know how, give us your website, how you can be reached. Yep, folks, uh, check out Roland Martin Unfiltered every night, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on the Black Star Network. I'm on YouTube channel. I'm Roland Martin on all platforms, and we keep it real, keep it black, and most importantly, unfiltered. Hey, somebody just texted me and said when you was up there uh, doing the Alpha Phi Alpha step, your shoes was on the wrong feet, Roland. Somebody just uh, <laughs> but That's somebody who's cross-eyed. <laughs> and I, and I, and I, bet, I bet they couldn't drop that beat. <laughs> hey, Ro- hey, Roller, you did kill it. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and get to you, Roller. You killed the dog. <laughs> and was not out of breath. Let's be real clear. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Rolling Martin, y'all. We have an amazing artist joining us uh, who will be performing live this weekend from South Bend, Indiana. Y'all, please welcome R&B star October London. <laughs> Hey, what up? Yo, how you doing? Hey, man, thank you so much for joining us, man. Man, no problem. Anytime, anytime, man. Big fan. Hey, man, listen, man. No, nah, man, we we fans. Now, you, I know you hear this all the time. You seem to have an old soul when it comes to your music. Just, just off the bat, who inspired you musically? Mm, Luther Vandross, obviously, just, I mean, that was one of my favorite right there. But Luther, Teddy, Al Green, you know, those guys. Oh, and Ronald Isley, obviously. The Isley brothers were, were you know, big influences, you know, on, on me growing up. So Yes, sir. Okay, October, what's up? It's your girl, Brad. Now, for those that don't know, Snoop Dogg owns the legendary Death Row Records. How did it feel when yeah. Snoop first reached out wanting to sign you? Oh, it's, it felt good because I've been, I've been rocking with Snoop since 2016. So I've been really signed to Snoop since March 16, 2016. So, you know oh, what I'm saying? I've been, I've, been, I've been with him for a minute. Okay. And, and, and I know you can get compared to a lot of, you know, great people like Marvin Gaye. Like, like that's big. If anybody compare you to Marvin Gaye, how does all of that and those type of compliments make you feel? Feels really surreal, to be honest, because, I'm, you know, those are huge shoes to fill. And, you know, I was just catching the vibe. You know, if anybody um, out there has been to Snoop's compound, place where he records at, you know, he always uh, plays yeah, music well, around the compound. So, we, well, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's always playing. He's always playing good music and stuff. And I was just in that vibe. He was playing Marvin, you know, uh, quite a few songs from Marvin. And uh, yeah, I just got the vibe and started working on the on the, on the, on the album. The album actually only took a week to to do. So wow, that's really yeah. dope. And you know, I follow you on Instagram at October the King. I noticed a screenshot that you posted last week. Congratulations, your album Rebirth of Marvin went to number one. How, how did it feel? <laughs> Opening up, you know, the app and looking at the charts and seeing you at the very top. Feels crazy because I've always wanted to, I don't know, I just always wanted to do music and I always wanted to put music out there for, for just people to listen to and, and hopefully, you know, people would like it. And to see that it's number one, I don't know, this 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 is just, it's been, it's been an amazing ride for me, man. God is awesome. good. Now, I love your new single. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah. Back to Your Place is, uh, you know, that, that record, it was actually freestyled. I didn't. I didn't write any of that at all. Wow. It just came just out. So, 
it was just you, you know was in doing there a burning it tapes. down with Snoop and that I'm telling you, you can freestyle all day long and I'm telling you everything come from the top of the dome. <laughs> hey, you know, being around being around Snoop, you know, you catch a little contact yes. sometimes and you get the feeling. So you know, you know. <laughs> but it's an it's an amazing song. Back to your places is, you know, one of my favorite on the album. You know, Central Conversations is one of my favorite as well. We're chatting with uh R&B superstar October London. Let's stop right there because you got one of the coolest names, man. Where's the inspiration at from the name? Were you born in October in London? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> break that down for us, man. Okay. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. The name, yeah, my, you know, my real name is Jared, but you know that's not, you know, that's not cool enough. So you know, I, I was born October seventeenth. So you know, October came from obviously my birthday, and then London. I had this screensaver up above my computer when I was working, and it was a picture of London. I was, I kind of yelled up to my boy, I was like, hey, what do you think of October London? He was like, that sounds good to me. I was like, that's my name now, so that's it. <laughs> okay. It. We know that we know that you're on, you know, on the road. How can people follow you and, you know, stay up with your music and your tour date? Yeah, for sure. They can uh, they can follow me at, on or on Instagram at uh, October the King and also on Twitter, it's uh, October the King. I wanted to make everything pretty simple to, to find me or whatnot, and obviously Snoop is always posting stuff, but we're working on tour dates right now, so we got about 35 to 40 shows already lined up. We're just trying to put it all in order. Yes, awesome. sir, man. And we awesome. are so excited to see you perform this weekend in Daytona, man. And thank you so yes. much for coming down to hang with us. And we are going to set it all the way out for you. Make sure y'all check out RickySmileyBBB.com for more information on the Rick Smiley Birthday Beach Blowout. Here's his new single. Y'all give it up for October London. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Arrest warrants have been issued for three white men involved in the Montgomery, Alabama Riverfront Brawl. 48-year-old Richard Roberts is facing two counts of third-degree assault. And Alan Todd, who is 23, along with 25-year-old Zachary Shipman, are charged with one count of the same charge. Now, here are a few remarks from yesterday's press conference. I can tell you we looked at every avenue. Uh, there was no stone unturned. We examined this over a period of time, not only that night, but since that night. Uh, at this time, based on the way the statutes read and the way the laws are, are crafted, uh, we were unable to present any inciting a riot or racial, racially biased charges at this time. Now, they do say that the investigation is ongoing. In other news, uh, a 19-year-old black woman died in her Georgia Fulton County jail cell. The family of Noni Batiste Kosoko is demanding answers. So far, no cause of death has been determined. In health news, the new variant EG.5 is on the rise as COVID-19 cases go up. Also in Ohio, Ricky, there was a major victory for abortion rights. On Tuesday, voters rejected a measure that would make it harder to change the state constitution. And lastly, someone in the Sunshine State, Florida, woke up a billionaire today. A single ticket for the $1.58 billion Mega Millions prize was sold at a Publix in Neptune Beach. That is an area near Jacksonville, Florida. So congratulations to that lucky winner. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of today's news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, LeBron James and his son, Bronny, flew to Minnesota to seek out further treatment for Bronny himself, man. We all know last month he suffered a cardiac arrest at the age of 18, and they are searching for more answers. In the meantime, former quarterback, 
Johnny Football Manziel, arguably one of the best college football players of all time, but he was a huge bust in the NFL. He's telling this story, man, on Netflix. He's uh, talking about from being on the mountaintop at Texas A&M down to the dark days after that. You see it in the doc, but as you get to Cleveland and you have all these expectations and everything's on you and then it just doesn't go any you know, resemblance of the way that you anticipated it, the way you wanted it to, um, you know, with a lot of things mixed in to get me to that point. So, um, you know, I think it was almost like a pre-planned thing that I had that this is just, you know, go burn it down till you can't anymore and then uh, and then take your life. It was crazy, man. He's, he's coming all out and telling his side of the story, man. It's going to be on Netflix called The Unreal Story of Johnny Manziel. That's my quick sports support right there. Hot Spot coming up next. The hot, hot Spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and hot. You can catch me at the Hot Spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Time for the Hot Spot. What up, Rat? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is the Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Megan Thee Stallion, she had wrote a letter last week to the judge who sentenced Tory Lanez, and she said, he not only shot me, he made a mockery of my trauma. She wrote, he tried to position himself as the victim and set out to destroy my character and my soul. He lied to anyone that would listen and paid bloggers to disseminate false information about the case on social media. Well, the judge sentenced Tory Lanez to 10 years in jail. Uh, prior to sentencing, Lanez asked the judge for mercy and begged the judge not to ruin his life. Uh, the judge felt as if Lanez had no remorse for his actions. Uh, Lanez's lawyer told that uh, he said that Tory was being made example of because of his celebrity status. Listen to this. All right, I guess you shouldn't listen to that. Well, we're going to move on then. DJ Casper, y'all, uh, the man behind the song, Cha-Cha Slide, a party staple. He passed away, you guys, at the age of 58. Um, prayers and condolences go out to his family and friends and his loved ones. Uh, Casper's wife, Kim, said that the singer has battled kidney and liver cancer since 2016 and succumbed to the disease on the morning of August 7th. So let's keep his family in our prayers, you guys. Moving on, the 2023 MTV Video Music Award nominations were now and congratulations to SZA, who got six nominations, followed by Doja Cat, yes, Nicki Minaj, yes, and Sam Smith, who got five each, and Diddy got four. Okay, and uh, this is a first. Uh, six of the seven nominees uh, for Video of the Year are women, so congratulations to them. <clears throat> Excuse me, and even bigger, the Artist of the Year category, all women for the first time as well. <coughs> I don't know what, I got the Gary syndrome. Something <laughs> got caught in my throat. Excuse oh, me. Oh, no, I, I, no, I can't money. smoke on breastfeed. I can't do it. I can't. I wish. I wish. What? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so the women are day, uh, Doja, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Shakira, and Taylor Swift. So congratulations to all of them, y'all. And last but not least, rumor has it that Adele got teary-eyed before and after her Las Vegas shows uh, due to her emotionally charged performances. So Adele goes through a gamut of emotions during her performances, which the audience may not be aware of. An anonymous source dished to the mirror. And I guess that's a... Uh a magazine or something, whatever the mirror is. Uh, it says the enormity of the show and her success is so impactful that it has a little cry beforehand. She has a little cry beforehand and even after the show. So she cried before and after her shows. The Grammy winner began her Caesars Palace residency in November and reportedly rakes in an estimated $2. million each night. Did y'all hear wow. that? Did you hear that, Ricky? Wow. Each night. 
two million. That's crazy. I mean, I know that ain't Beyonce money, but that's a two million each night. Hell yeah, that's a lot of money. I would look each night. Oh my! How many shows where in Vegas? Uh, in Vegas at Caesar's Palace. Hey, Rick, ain't that night, twice right? what you get? It starts at it, who? Twice what who get? Ricky. <laughs> Man, please, I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. You know damn well they ain't making that money sitting up on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Staying at some of them nasty hotels. You crazy. Stupid. <laughs> Man, I'm, we going to wrap up the hot spot on that, though. Now you it got stupid. bitter. <laughs> you got mad. See, we yeah. was in a good mood. Now you done got bitter. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We yeah, gonna wrap up the hot spot all, on yeah, that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We gonna worry about oh, the money. Yeah. We got all the money. We got we got hoes. We got we got whatever you need. We got wings backstage, the limo. Yeah, don't worry about the money. We you know we gonna I'm, just hold on. Go on out there on stage. I'm gonna go get the money off the door. No, Pay. no, we ain't doing that. We need the money up front. <laughs> it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.